0: passages like these these shifting these transitional times in our lives they're so complex because it'd be great to say to sign off this podcast saying so it's all good and all great and everything's gonna go on forever but you know like this is this is a last thing for your mom and dad and you know so there's this sadness around it your dad's tears were sincere and real and your mom's excitement on the other hand was also sincere and real, and how how fun, how great is it to be able to be 85 and feel like, I have another new beginning. There's well, still a chapter, there's, yeah. there's still a page to turn here. Okay, hi everybody, and welcome to the Undo Anxiety Podcast, version 2018. Time flies, yeah. man. <laughs> um, I'm Dr. John Duffy, and uh, joining me today is the Beautiful and effervescent Julie Duffy. Hey. <laughs> hey honey. How are you? Good. Good. Um, so what should we talk about today? It's the it's the beginning of 2018. We've made it. We made it. The holidays are over. Yeah. And we are back.
1: Yes, yeah, so we just Friday we drove George down back to school for his the last semester of college. <laughs>
0: Unbelievable, unreal. Um, it's pomp and circumstance time. We are getting fitted for our caps and gowns. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: there's. Um, oh yeah, we actually made a reservation. I, I can't believe it. We got a, made it a dinner reservation for graduation, for twelve people, for May fourth at five thirty p.m. before graduation. I that felt like a coup to me, but um, that was a
0: coup. That was yeah. a big thing. going to be the, the, uh, Bloomington's going to be swapped.
1: So we've been kind of talking about. How time flies, my least favorite topic
0: <laughs> well we we have a that there was an interesting thing that happened, so we we drove George down to school, right yeah and um and part of the reason we did that is we drove him down on jack and grace's twenty second birthday.
1: Yeah, so my niece and nephew um Jack and grace our niece and nephew, I think I mean yeah as well. <laughs> <laughs> our niece and nephew Jack and grace turned twenty two right and um
0: and so they're we twins. Out, they're twins. They're twins. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not a coincidence they were, they were born the same day. Um and uh and they're awesome and we love them and it was so fun. We were out with uh George, Jack, Grace and uh Noah and Tyler. Tyler yeah. Um uh roommates of George and Jack's. Um we had, and Nancy. And Nancy uh Jack and Grace's mother. mama. Um and uh and so we were all out to dinner having uh, we had a great time and um and one cool thing that I just noticed out of the corner of my eye at one moment is that at the table behind us was John Cougar Mellencamp. Yep. Uh, Bloomington's. Uh, Bloomington's favorite own. Son. Yeah. Yes, and um, and uh, it was cool because we noted that Cougar was able to—I call him Cougar, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cougar was able to hang out in this restaurant in Bloomington with his family, and nobody's. Bothering him. Nobody's talking to him. I so wanted to. I so wanted to just say hi to him or something. I'm a big fan or something, but he was just, it was so nice to see him having a good time.
1: Yeah, it was super cozy because so we went to Little Zagreb, which is the steak place in Bloomington, and it's usually packed, hard to get into. Um, but for some reason, on this j- nice little January 5th evening, it wasn't a big parents' weekend in uh, Bloomington. I mean, the school isn't start till Monday. So, uh, it was not that crowded. So right. it's kind of super cozy in that regard. And then yeah, we look over and here's Mellencamp and his fam just right. hanging out.
0: And and one thing we noticed was about fifteen feet from where Mellencamp was sitting yeah. on the wall was a picture of John Cougar Mellencamp. It about I don't know, as a very young man. Yeah, really right? cool black and white picture of him like yeah. smoking a ciggy or something. Smoking a cig, He's got he's got long hair, he's got uh uh Denim jacket with the collar up. He's like that that greaser we remember from like the Jack and Diane thing, right? You yeah. You know, and um, and it was it's kind of wild to think about, you know, the passage of time. Like, you know, you you just turn your your head about fifteen degrees, and you can go from seeing the guy forty years ago and seeing him as you know uh, a man of a certain age, right? Yeah, and, long gray hair. Yeah, yeah, long gray hair. <laughs> Grayish, some, graying. Some some major sideburns going and um yeah I didn't
1: really get a great look at him because every time I turned someone his in his family's head was right in front of his and I didn't want to look that often but right I kind of remember when
0: he was when he was a young guy and he was cool and now he's a guy well into his 60s you know who's um you know in a different place in his life and kind of like you can see like you know and I happen to just as a side note I spent a year in Bloomington, my freshman year in college, when when Cougar was at his apex of, of fame. So I remember and actually saw him once um, making a music video down, oh, that's right. down in the auditorium there. Um, so to see that that shift, like, you know, and to think like, Wow, just blink of an eye, there's forty years, you know what I mean? Like and got us thinking about the passage of time. And, um,
1: and Well, yeah, and right, dropping George off and how you know i we were driving on campus, and I had these little flashes of when we were walking around, you know choosing Indiana, you know, deciding whether he was going to go to Indiana, and I mean just these really vivid memories flying through my head and it you know it sounds so trite and but it seems like yesterday <laughs> um and here we are, and yeah, so we're booking graduation dinner, and um.
0: And time flies on. You know, time marches on. And, and and we all go through these passages. And we were talking a little while ago about these kind of bookend passages that are happening in our lives this year. So George is graduating, and, and he will move to Chicago, and in all likelihood, um, we'll be helping him set up some apartment. Meantime, in Ames, Iowa, Julie's um, beautiful parents, Shirley and Ken— are in their mid-80s, and they're going through a yeah, transition so, as well, so right? they
1: just decided to move into this retirement um, community. And, yeah, so it's been um, interesting. A few months ago, they, they were on a waiting list, um, and a few months ago their name came up, and I talked them out of moving. And not that they were <laughs> – not that they – You know, really, really wanted to. And I, you know, strong armed them out of it. But, you know, I kind of pointed out, are you sure you want to leave this beautiful? They're in a townhome now. um, So it's not like they're in a big house. Um, They're in a townhome. Some services are provided. It's very manageable space. The only thing is there is a finished basement. Really nice. But the stairs down are pretty steep. Um, though, there's about 80
0: stairs it seems and, like the, it. and the staircase is, uh, about 17 feet wide. You could drive a semi down these yeah. stairs. It's so you, uh, like, I always freak out, like, cause I'm always like afraid that like one of them is going to fall and, you know, like, and to my discredit, you know, like your dad who, you know at times seems like a little frail and at times seems as a as, alive, as a as He's super agile somehow. Like...
1: like he'll fall down and just like bounce right back up. It's kind of crazy. George and I
0: watch him like jog down the <laughs> stairs. I was like go- going to like stop him and he kind of like literally jogged down the stairs and then jogged right back up. And I'm like, oh geez, maybe Ken's... And to your point, uh, every once in a while I look at the two of them and I think, Oh, maybe they're not ready for this transition. Maybe they're they're a very young eighty-five. Maybe they should stick around for another couple of years, and that was part of your reasoning, right? Is yeah, that-
1: and they live. They're on this this uh, prairie and lake, you know, um, this park that they they back up to, and they can walk around. Um, although they can do it less and less, but they're they're giving up a really beautiful. Townhome on a in a really beautiful setting, which I know is really important to them. They have this finished back porch, and they sit out there all the time, and we eat there in the summer. So you know, it's um, as our as people young as our children and as our parents go through transitions, we we go through with them, and it's interesting, you know, how how we're affected. I so I talk them out of it, and
0: <laughs> because of the, and that was partly your resistance, right, and and partly you wanted them to be in this beautiful spot for longer, right? You didn't want them to make that last move at that point.
1: Right. And it, so as soon as my mom turned it down, so there, there is this aspect of making these transitions and moving, you know, downsizing, moving into retirement communities. And Ames is kind of funny. My mom and I realized one day, we were laughing, like that there is all these different communities and maybe this is everywhere. So this is a college town, and there's um, North Ridge and North Crest and Green Hills. And and I realized at one point, like, oh wait a minute, this isn't like totally depressing. There's something kind of sexy to this. Like, and my mom and I were kind of thinking this would make a great like off Broadway play. But you know, there's kind of some, com- there's competition, and people are you know.
0: To get a into little retirement center, right?
1: Right, and, and, and people are a little, you know, kind of braggy about the one they're in, and you know, and and, and there's a lot of like jockeying around, and, and you know, and I realize again, like, I'm like, oh my god, this isn't just, this isn't like depressing. This is kind of, you know, a new chapter. There's something kind of sexy about it, and anyway, we were kind of sexy. I don't know, there's something very
0: high schooly about it. Like, well, well, I don't want to end up with the losers at Woodcrest, you know, I'm yeah, yeah, to Chapel they, Hills,
1: but yeah, they're. There's there's a lot of life in it still. You know, a lot of their friends have moved into, you know, one of these places and totally gutted their townhouse. They're, some of them have freestanding homes and townhomes and apartments, and you know, they've gutted the place and bought all new furniture. And you know, they're all settled in, and and it's there's there's life to it too. Yeah. So so uh, I talked him out of it. My mom said passed on their the two plus bedroom apartment which is the biggest unit they have and said that's the biggest mistake i ever made in my life. <laughs> so um and thought this is never going to come up again, this unit is never going to come around again, put you know.
0: Squirrely and you know at some point place. you
1: feel you feel vulnerable and you feel like you want time to prepare and time to make the move and and so anyway, it I, the unit did come up again, like faster than than i would have liked and they they took it. So Um, and
0: they're happy to take it. That's the, that's part of the point, right? Um, talk about like the phone call you got in the car yesterday. Well,
1: okay. So two things, um, well, I, you know, I realized when mom said that was the biggest mistake I ever made, that that's the way she felt and that I needed to, um, you know, get on board. Um, and, uh, then well, two things. So I definitely at Christmas checked in with her again and again. Are you sure? Are you sure? We went over to see the unit. Uh, it's super sunny. Um, you know, I, this is it's kind of funny. We walk in, and it was during lunch, at the end of lunch, and there were women sitting around a table, all widowed, uh. and that looked sad to me. Um, I talked to them. They were not overly they They seemed good, they didn't they weren't like bubbling over, you know, but anyway um, and you know it's funny how you go in and you go, well, there's oh old people here <laughs> right. you know and and you you just don't see your parents like that, and then you realize, oh, my parents are eighty five um and i'm I'm so lucky that my parents have stayed healthy, pretty, you know, my dad went through some, some issues, but have stayed fairly healthy, very active. My mom's schedule exhausts me. Like she's out and about every single day. I think she just stopped playing tennis like a year ago. So that's such a blessing and a gift, um, for me not to even have had to, you know, see them in that light. Um, so I called them New Year's Eve. We stayed in. I wasn't feeling well. And um, I was hoping, I thought, oh, it's 6 o'clock. Let me just call them, get that call out of the way almost. And I thought, well, I hope they're not home. Not, not that I didn't want to talk to them, but I was hoping they were out having fun. Right. So I, my dad answers the phone, which is rare. And he's, I said, hey, Dad, what's going on? And he's like, well, Julie, you wouldn't believe it. And he's crying. hmm and I'm like, oh no, oh no! I had no idea what he was going to say next. Really, I, 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 no idea. And he said, um, yeah, like your mother just dropped. Yeah. it felt it was that kind of crying. I just yeah. killed your mother. <laughs> like, I really had no. I took the fireplace poker. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, like what? I was... What? How do you dig a shallow what? grave? I'm googling it. <laughs> but he said, your mother and I are sitting here crying. We're saying goodbye to our house. And he said, I. I just sat down on the sofa and I realized I've never sat on the sofa before. I and looking at the fireplace so I'm just like oh my you know like st- dagger in the gut, you know. No.
0: Oh, you're heartbroken. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and 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 um uh You know, he realized there's there's two chairs they have in front of the fireplace facing out, and my dad always sits in one of those chairs, and he never sits on the couch, like kind of never had that view, and was like, "Oh my gosh, this is so beautiful! Take a picture of this, Cheryl. This is amazing!" And um, you know, I got on the phone with my mom, and she was so glad I called, and so glad that she could share that. And you know, my dad isn't doesn't have many emotional moments like that, so she was grateful that he was even having it, (laughs) even. Even like that, he was noting anything <laughs> about it anyway. I'm guessing a lot I digress
0: of, for some reason. I feel like a lot of wives are nodding right now, <laughs> but anyway, right? Your dad's not
1: always emotionally so. Uh, then I'm like, emotional. Are you sure? Okay, are you sure you want to do this? And my mom's like, Yes, you know, it's kind of like, honey, you know, and I'm so lucky that my mom is so strong because she's I have, have had. I have difficulty with this. It kind of um I have a lot of energy, you know, as we've talked about before. I have energy for the happy happy joy joy, like the aging stuff or the you know, I the the uh, the stat stuff, I I kind of go under. Yeah, you're not much for the like aging. Like illness thing. and aging and the passage I go, of time. And passage passages. of time I go under fast. Yeah. I <laughs> I need an SOS quickly. I I Turns out Julie doesn't like getting old. <laughs> Dying or getting sick,
0: and she doesn't want anybody else to do it either.
1: but my mom has been she recognizes that about me and she's been amazing um, about how she's helped like pull me along. you know, I you would think I would not that i'm I'm not helpful to them and not there for them, but she knows how difficult it is for me. <laughs>
0: yeah no, and she does she she kind of like um your mom's very keenly aware. Of the passage of time, and um, and and talks about end of life issues and things like that. She's been doing that for a long time, so she's. I feel like she's kind of prepared for whatever's next, you know. Well, she she thinks about it a lot.
1: She's super grateful for the fact that they're both still here. They're together, and they're f- pretty healthy. She she's she understands that. She also recognizes, um, you know, this is the, you know, the, it's difficult that this is probably the last move, you know, I mean, undoubtedly the last move. Right. Um, and, and, you know, you talk about, she, she addresses it a lot. They, we, you know, we all know probably that you know, those of us with aging parents who are transitioning, you know, they have all these things in their home. And I think, they used to pass a lot of that on to their kids in the past, you know, in past generations. But now, you know, none of us really want all the furniture, the the art. Um, we all have stuff in our ho- homes that we want to get rid of, and we don't want, we don't want the it. china. We don't want the silver. I, I mean, I mean, some families might, but I think my mom keeps saying has said for many holidays, um, you know, after a couple of drinks, doesn't anybody want anything? <laughs> And I understand that it's like is this all stuff is this stuff just going to go you know all be sold in a, my entire life all my collections everything I love everything I look at that has memories for me is that it's just going to get sold to some random person who walks through an estate sale and be gone you know forever
0: right do I have a legacy yeah. kind of like that yeah yeah i mean so uh, passages like these these shifting these transitional times in our lives they're so complex because it'd be great to say to sign off this podcast saying so it's all good and all great and everything's going to go on forever but you know like this is this is a last thing for your mom and dad and you know so there's this sadness around it your dad's tears were sincere and real and your mom's excitement on the other hand was also sincere and real and how how fun how great is it to be able to be 85 and feel like I have another new beginning. Well, there's still a chapter. There's, yeah. there's still a page to turn here.
1: So I, I definitely, and I and I, I jumped on board that, yeah, let's buy. My mom has been always a budgeter, and, you know, she's saying, I don't care. I'm going to buy all new furniture, which is so great, right? Oh, and, yeah. Um, I, I, say, could, I can't believe yeah. she did it, man. Yeah. I, I can't believe she
0: she signed on for that.
1: And, um, you know, we went over and looked at it, and it's, it's bright and sunny, and, uh, you know, I'm – can definitely get on board with redecorating. And, and I did say to her, you know, I was worried that my dad, I said, you know, are you sure dad is, isn't going to f- start failing? You know, you move him to a place he doesn't know. Right. Um, is that going to be good for his health? you know you it's you get off an elevator and you go down a hallway and you turn and you go down another hallway i'm like is he going to be able to find his way and and you know she said listen you know really good friends of theirs you know he, he was worse off than dad and it was the move was very confusing for him and he's and 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 kind of remains so and she said honey i don't want to wait until I don't want to wait until your dad is confused. He totally understands what we're doing. He knows exactly what's going on. And she also said, and I want to go with your dad. I want to, I don't want to go alone. I want to do this with him. And I want to do this with him while he's, you know, while he's aware. And I'm like, oh my god, I get it. You know, you know that makes so much
0: sense. So so wise, so much forethought in that. So much care, in that
1: choice. Um, And and I, you know, I get it. I get it. And that's like the good news. And then she called on our way. Home from Bloomington yesterday. And literally I answered the phone and she's singing a song. Ran, I can't remember the song. It's like a, it's from Auntie Mame or something. Like I got a gift today or somebody gave me a gift today. And she's singing a Broadway tune. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, well, what do you think? I'm like, I don't know. And she said, we sold the house. And she was, she's, was just blown away by the miracle this this they had a, a sign in front sale by owner not advertised anywhere somehow the information made it onto the website about their development some woman called who is moving i think from wisconsin retiring in ames grew up in ames and coming back knew exactly where my parents' condo is. She's like, my husband and I, we know exactly where it is. We walk by there all the time. We've walked by there many times. When they came in, they, you know, were just elated at everything they saw, including the, oh, honey, red walls. The red walls, the realtor who hadn't, you know, mom hadn't listed it yet, but the realtor told my mom, oh, you have to paint these red walls, you know. You know, they're going to buy their basement furniture they're going to buy their porch furniture and my mom is like it's a miracle like oh my gosh this is so meant to be so being able to pass this place on to someone who is so excited who isn't like oh gave her gave asking price sale by owner asking price buying their furniture so excited about their new chapter in this house what a gift that and my mom was you heard her right like oh, it was, you could it hear was her voice unbelievable how happy so she excited was excited yeah. that and and that this was happening, that this happened, it kind of felt meant to be. Yeah. And, you know, again, that they're going to take a bunch of their furniture, which is going to, you know, takes that task my mom has ahead of her down. Right. So, yeah, this weekend, you know, we kind of let ourselves have a first week in January chill um, week. and um, And then, yeah, the weekend has been... <sighs> super Pretty, transition loaded
0: yeah, yeah right a transition going on and you think about like that family that's moving in right to to retire in your parents place and I think your mom really loves that you know kind of like that legacy of like okay this place even my red walls, are going to stand right in this place. And, yeah. and and it's nice to know like, okay, this place has a good energy and it's going to continue on, you know? Yep. Um, Instead
1: of, yeah, someone like buying it, lowballing, like, you know, changing everything. It was and your so, mom, she'll it was be in a beautiful experience. And having
0: coffee or something, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, you know, so, so kind of wrapping this up a little bit, like, you know, a lot of people, I was just thinking as you were talking, we're in this like, um, we're the first in-between generation, really, where um, because people are living so long now, um, we have kids who are transitioning to adulthood and parents who are transitioning to their last phases. And, you know, and, and and oftentimes this happens at roughly the same point. And so, you know, like, and we're going through whatever we're going through in our lives, you know, things are always changing. That You know, transition is is a certainty and a gift in a way, right? You know, because I do think about, like, how great is it that your parents, like George, you know, who at 22 is going to be moving into a place that's new and fresh. In the spring, yeah. Your parents have the same thing going on. You know what I mean? Like, how how great is that? How exciting is that? And, you know, um, and it's important to just be present for all of it, you know, because kind of one of our fundamental reminders that we want to give to people here on this podcast is don't don't miss it. That's not a very good story. You know, be present for whatever it is even if you're mixed about it. Your feelings are mixed. This thing with your parents, I I'd love to say like this is just a great thing, and it is a great thing. It's also a really sad thing at times, right? Your dad's tears were, you know, Oh yeah. I mean, he, he my like,
1: mom said I mean, he was he was sobbing. Yeah. And he, you know, he's not in not he doesn't emote no that so, often so it's
0: kind of like it's kind of there's there's um there's beauty in that mm-hmm. and um and so i'm going to do a cheesy thing here i'm going to um i was thinking for some reason um th- i was thinking about Mellencamp 20 minutes ago and um the lyric that's probably most loud in my mind that is a Mellencamp lyric is um oh yeah life goes on oh, yeah. long after the thrill of <sighs> living is gone um But it struck me that Mellencamp wrote that when he was about George's age. And I wonder if now he would still feel that way. Or if he would feel like, you know, having been through marriage and divorce and being one kind of artist to being a songwriter to a painter to a songwriter again. Whether he would feel like, oh yeah, life goes on. And it's a thrill every step of the way. You know what I mean? I wonder if the wisdom
1: oh, I like that. of, a, of an older
0: man. I you know love I mean? that. Yeah. I, I wonder if he would feel that way now. You know, I, um, I would imagine he sings it at every single concert. But, you know, that feels like the folly of a young man, not the wisdom of an older guy. You know? I like it. Um, so so maybe they can carry that. We can all carry that with us. Right? Life goes on. And all of it can be a thrill. Right? You know? um, You never have to. I love everything about that. There you go. (laughs) Um, All right, guys. This is the Undo Anxiety Podcast. Julie Duffy, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Love you. Love you. Uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great week. And um, yeah, be present for it, whatever it is. Life goes on. Yeah. Hashtag ain't that America.